This episode was made possible by our sponsors at Merrick Bank. Merrick Bank, when you use their credit card responsibly, you can build up your credit score while funding your sex life. Go to MerrickBank.com. That's www.merrickbank.com and apply today. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Sex Mancers Podcast. Hey, um, just in case you didn't catch the update, you know, episode, and you were wondering why I hadn't released an episode in a few weeks, well, it was because I was doing some upgrades. You know, the popularity of the show keeps growing, and so I decided I was going to upgrade my website, move it over from, you know, the cheap blogger, and uh, put it on a hosted platform uh, with a WordPress and, uh, you know, like through Bluehost. And so I've been working on getting that all figured out, getting it set up so I can blog, you know, from my phone and getting all the computer set up so I don't actually have to log in. So it's really so that I can provide you uh, the content uh, written as well as the audio. Plus, I am going through and getting everything set up and ready for, you know, providing some short video content. Videos that are between 5 and 10 minute long on YouTube uh, to be able to provide this content. So if you like watching videos to get the information or you like, you know, the audio or written, and maybe I will go long form video as well. You know, I haven't really quite uh, determined that. But anyways, that's why I haven't uh, released an episode, you know, in addition to learning, you know, the WordPress platform you know, learning uh, more uh, techniques with video editors. Okay, so let's get into uh, today's episode. Now, today's episode was inspired, you know, by a conversation that I recently had, you know, and it got me to thinking, you know, a lot of the advice that I provide is coming from the perspective that, yes, you know, your relationship isn't everything that you're wanting it to be, you're wanting to improve it and that you're the one taking the initiative and that we're starting in the bedroom and moving our way out of the bedroom. But, you know, based off of the conversation, I should probably start providing more content about what to do when it's you women in the relationship that have the higher sex drive and your guy, you know, is not, you know, or doesn't appear to you know, want to have sex as much as you. Now, in this particular situation, you know, it was maybe a bit of an age thing that is going on here. She's around her early 30s. He's into his 40s. You know, so there might be some hormonal changes going on, uh, low T and things like that. But we're going to assume for a moment that it's not hormonal changes. You know, what if the problem uh, in the sex life has to do more with you women getting in your own way? Right? And I will explain that here in a little bit. But, you know, what really kind of made my heart go out for this couple was finding out that here it is October and they've only had sex five times. My God, you know, that's not even once a month. You know, and maybe one month might have been multiple uh, times of that. And so basically it's once every few months, you know, about 
you know, once a quarter on average with maybe a slight tick up, you know, one month. Okay, so this, you know, was a situation here. And so I was listening uh, to the story and, you know, as it progressed, I realized part of the problem may actually be her. And no, this isn't the whole blame women. It can never be the man's fault. I'm sure he has a lot to do with it as well. But as the conversation was going on, finding out that when they're together, you know, around, you know, and alone, she was saying that she's kind of a crap, you know, she's grouchy and which is understandable. She's probably extremely horny. You know, she's probably teased up and sexually frustrated, but when that happens and ladies, ladies, be honest with yourself. And how much do you think you're having mood swings? All right. There's, you know, when you're having your period, there's when you're pregnant and then there's when you're really horny and you're just not getting what you want. And if you, you know, get horny and it goes a few days, you know, over, you know, uh, when you really needed it, you start having mood swings and those mood swings could be getting in your way, you know? So as I was listening about how crabby, you know, and how they're at each other's throats a lot of times and all that, I started realizing that some of the problem is he's too afraid, you know, he's too afraid to want to go through and approach her or proposition her or want to have sex with his wife because he's afraid one, he's just going to get rejected. Two, that she's going to rip his head off, right? So when you're going through, be careful what you're displaying because while you're thinking, oh my God, I'm so horny, I need to get laid, and you're you know, really grouchy and biting his head off because you just really want his cock, all he's seen when you're being uh, crabby and having mood swings he sees fuck off written on your forehead and don't bother, right? He's thinking, oh my God, if I even touch her, she's going to kill me. Oh my God, if I even so much as make a move, you know, she's going to rip my head off. I'm just going to keep my distance. So your mood swings, you know, can be getting in your way, can be hindering your ability to get the sex that you want. And that's not the only situation in which you may be getting in your own way. Another situation is maybe you're thinking, well, you know, it's just not worth it. You know, he just doesn't last very long. You know, it's what, one minute, maybe two. And he's, you know, and he's blown his load and I'm left here hanging. I'm already sexually frustrated. You know, what's going to happen, you know, is I'm just going to be just as sexually frustrated and more freshly teased. Okay, so here's a couple of things. One, if you're not having sex uh, that often, he's not going to last very long, right? The longer you go without sex, the shorter he's going to last when you finally do because it's going to be feeling like, oh, my God, oh, I mean... I've had those moments uh, myself where, you know, it, you know, for some reason we had a dry spell. And then that first time back, it was almost impossible not to blow my load right away. So I, I get that. But the more often you have sex, it builds up stamina. I mean, you got to realize that 
a guy's cock is a lot like any other muscle. If you're not working it, exercising it, and all of that, it gets you know kind of weak, and therefore you can't you know last very long. Where if you're having sex a lot and doing it often, you know it builds up stamina. Plus, you know you kind of get used to the feeling, so it you know kind of dulls you know the sensation a little bit. But let's say you know you're still uh, having sex often. You know you decide, okay, you know what. I'm going to go through and I'm going to, you know, jump his bone every opportunity I get. Three months later, he's still blowing his load within the first five minutes. And you're left, you know, just, okay. So I haven't, you know, had any personal experience uh, with this myself, but, you know, I have done some research and there is uh, some creams that are out there to desensitize him you know, to kind of numb it a little bit. So, you know, yes, it decreases his pleasure, you know, a little bit. And he may be a little bit against that, but he'll last a lot longer, you know. And then, uh, you know, you can start training up, you know, from there and maybe you don't need the cream as well. For some guys, maybe they'll always, you know, need that cream in order to last a lot longer. But, Here's where part of the issue comes in. You're horny, you're frustrated, you're grouchy, you're working very hard to wipe that fuck off off your forehead so that you won't be too afraid. But the thing that keeps getting to you is that two-pump chump mentality. You know, you're just getting frustrated. You just don't think it's worth it. You just don't think that... You know, you're putting in all this effort and what are you going to get out of it? That's going to demoralize you and that's going to make that fuck off on your forehead a lot bigger and maybe even grow some neon lights. I'm serious. You know, guys, when they see, you know, their girlfriend, their fiance, their wife, you know, mood just all over the place, they walk on eggshells and try to stay clear, right? You think it's, you know, a joke about, you know, the horror stories that guys, you know, tell or or you think it's an exaggeration about what guys say women are like on their periods. Well, imagine, you know, for a moment that that is true and then you're so horny, you're like that the entire month, all right? So you got to be working on, you know, keeping, you know, your words, your emotions, your, you know, actions, you know, your body language, you know, in check to say, yes, come get some. Then you have to be able to manage your expectations. You have to be thinking, okay, what are some things to do that can, you know, match, you know, your drives, you know, so that he's lasting long enough, maybe oral sex, you know, having him go down on you. You know, that could help. You know, it. there are uh, a lot of, you know, guys, you know, that are really good. You know, I know uh, when I'm with my wife, you know, if I'm just doing oral and, you know, she, you know, doesn't back me off, you know, she'll get off uh, within the first five minutes. I mean, you know, that's just the way it is. But if I can, you know, match it just right, get, you know, giving her just enough oral sex to, really get her revved up and then penetration, you know, we'll get off at about the same time. In fact, 
used to be that we were constantly getting off at the exact same time as her orgasms were triggering mine. And, you know, that was a great, you know, way to finish and everything. You know, so, you know, when you go through now, maybe, you know, and you have to decide, you know, what is the right length of time for you? For me, my wife, you know, it's roughly about 45 minutes, you know, uh, on average. Maybe if we're really lucky, it'll be less. You know, we really suck at quickies. Um, or it could be a lot longer. It, it, it just kind of depends, you know. But we made sure that we were going at it a lot, you know, over the years. You know, when we, especially, you know, around the time that, you know, we first, you know, hooked up and everything. Um, you know, we were going, well, I mean, six months after we hooked up. Then we started, you know, getting sexually active uh, with each other. And, you know, because she was a virgin when uh, we first met. And we were, you know, going at it a lot, you know. And then over the years, I mean, my God, you know, I can't even imagine how many times it's been. So we both have built up a lot of stamina. You know, and plus another way to help you women with guys that are kind of two pumpers is doing your Kegels, you know, strengthening your muscles so it doesn't take you as long to get off. You know, you just got to stop thinking that, oh, my God, I really want it. But on the other hand, it's just not worth it. I'm just going to be left frustrated you really got to manage that because that conflict is going to be quite a bit of a hindrance. All right. So now what can you do? You know, what can you do to, you know, get him to want to have sex more, you know, to match your drive. Now we already discussed, you know, the cream to desensitize him to try and help, you know, him last longer and long enough for you. But what are some of the things that you can do? Well, maybe part of the issue is, you know, it, it's all become too routine. You know, even if you are doing a whole bunch of stuff, you know, uh, bondage and all that, I mean, it all becomes old after a while. You know, maybe it's just needing that excitement again. So what are some of the ways that you can get excited? Well, if you have uh, kids, you could try sneaking behind the kid's back like you did uh, behind your parents' back uh, in high school and feel like you're being naughty trying to get away uh, with it. You know, being naughty, you know, can be an excitement. It can be an arousal. What are some other things? Well, you could play games, right? Now, you you could play, uh, you know, some really fun games here. Let's say, you know, for 30 days, Right. You could try this game. You hand him a bottle of clear, tasteless Spanish fly, right? And you tell him that, you know, by when your next period ends till the time, you're, uh, you know, the period afterwards uh, begins, anytime, anywhere, he can slip you Spanish fly without telling you. Now, he gets to feel like he's naughty. No, this isn't, you know, some rape fantasy or anything like that. It's just, you know, that feeling of being naughty. But you get to gamify this. You get to try and go through and mark down the days that you think he did it. And then he'll keep track of the days that he actually did do it. And then you can compare the results. You know, not only do you feel like, 
you know, you're being a little naughty and such, but you get to test the placebo effect. What's the placebo effect? Well, if you think he's always, you know, trying to douse you with a sexual stimulant, you're just going to be thinking about it and you're going to get horny. But he, on the other hand, gets this whole idea of, wow, I'm kind of teasing her. I'm on the uh, upside of this mental game. Because let's face it, when it comes to the mental games and all of that, you women, you kind of got the leg up on this, right? So you can do that type of game or you could try a calendar, you know, where, you know, every day you're to do something, you know, for 30 days, you know, kind of go through and gamify that. Now, I understand that even if you're doing this, he may still not be as interested. You know, he may just have a low libido or he may be dealing, you know, if he's an older guy, uh, lower testosterone, hormonal issues. Now, these things can be hard to get around. And I will discuss that in a little bit later on in this episode. But let's first take a moment to talk about what not to do. Do not try and secretly drug him without, you know, permission. Now, I know that seems weird, but what I'm saying is, you know, when I was talking about handing him, you know, that Spanish fly to douse you, you're giving him permission to do so, you know, to feel naughty. But if you're dousing him out of desperation with, you know, uh, crushed up powdery Viagra in his food or other sexual stimulants, and he doesn't know uh, about it and he never gave you permission to just secretly douse him all over the place, that is wrong. Just like it would be wrong for him to go through and just secretly douse you without first having your consent, you know, to do so at any time over the next 30 days. I mean, that would just be wrong. So you don't want to do that. You also don't want to, you know, bake it into the food, you know, the chocolate, into sauces or anything like that. You know, I mean, you may be desperate enough to want to douse his food with sexual stimulants, but, you know, I, I would just caution. Although, granted, there's probably, you know, some guys uh, out there that probably would do the same, you know, thing to you. You know, you just got to ask yourself, is your husband that type of guy? You know? So, what if the issue is low T? You know, the you know, lower testosterone, you know, due to aging or whatever. Well, then here's what you can do, you know, because you're not dousing with a sexual stimulant, you know, if he refuses to take it. You know, there's this uh, diasporatic acid. You know, this is, you know, kind of, a, you know, a supplement that really tries to regulate and balance out the hormones. Now, he could take it as a pill. You can open the pill, use the powder, you know, but it doesn't just work on its own. You know, when a guy is taking that, yes, it helps in the production of testosterone, but he still has to be doing something, you know, some exercise, some, you know, weightlifting, things like that. You know, so if he's taking diasporatic acid and he's lifting weights, that helps, you know, to stimulate the production of testosterone which should help bring back his sex drive. Another thing uh, that can work is, you know, changing up the diet, you know. Now, if you're the main cook of the house, you know, um, and in my household, my wife does most of the cooking, 
mostly because I can't cook worth a crap unless it's with a microwave. And although I could try cooking for the night, very few things that I would make, they would eat. So, you know, getting on uh, from there. So you could try changing up the diet. You can take a look at, you know, foods and all that that are designed to help produce uh, more testosterone and balance out uh, hormonal issues and just cook that. I mean, it's not, you know, any type of drug or anything. It's just, you know, right, you know, diet and exercise. It's amazing how much uh, or how many things, you know, that helps, you know, solve. Okay, so those are just a couple of things, you know, trying to find ways to be exciting, feel naughty, you know, calendar stuff, uh, you know, supplements uh, that could be taken, you know, if it's a hormonal issue, diets. I mean, those are some things, you know, uh, that you can go off and do. And and what helps during all of this time is making sure you are also doing things like sleeping nude, sleeping in the nude. You know, now if you have kids, you want to make sure there's a lock on your bedroom door because you don't want to be sleeping and uh, nude in your bed and your young kids come barging in, you know, and jumping on the bed and everything. Yeah. Okay. We get that. So make sure there's a lock on your door and then, you know, make sure that you are sleeping nude and, you know, maybe throw on some perfume. Now, if you're going to throw on a fragrance, I would say it's perfectly okay um, if you go online and you search for, you know, perfumes and scents and all of that that have uh, pheromones mixed in. You know, you might want to do some research, make sure that pheromones are a legitimate thing. But, you know, it's not cheating to throw on some pheromones uh, while you're, you know, sleeping in the nude uh, in bed. I mean, that's fair game, right? That's fair game. It just is. You know, and you can think of other things that you can do, you know, with scents, aromas, pheromones, you know, and all of that. I mean, that that's, you can do that to try and entice him a little bit more. Or heck, you know, go through and, you know, surprise him and throw in a porno. Now, here's where there's got to be some caution because porno can become addictive for some men and maybe some of the problems that you have and why he may not uh, seem to have as much of a sex drive is maybe he's watching a lot of porno. You know, he's on his computer, and when you're not in the room, he has, I don't know, uh, a porn website up, and he's just jerking off all the time watching porno. Now, this you got to understand whether or not this constitutes a violation of trust to you, how you feel about it, yada, yada, yada. But you could try and fight the porno addiction or you can become the porno addiction. Right? Now, you may not fully understand that, but if porno is, you know, and him jerking off to porno all the time is part of your problem and why he just never in the mood, then, you know, try and, you know, catch up, you know, um, you know, listen outside the door. You know, maybe he has headphones on, 
you know, whatever. You can search his, you know, if you share a computer, you know, share a laptop, you know, you can go ahead, check the browsing history and all of that. I mean, you may need to, you know, do a little bit of snooping to find out if it's, you know, a porno issue. And that's fine. But here's the thing. Whether you get caught or you don't get caught discovering that he is watching porno, don't get mad at him. Don't attack him. Don't, you know, uh, you know, get on his case about it because that's going to be counterproductive to what it is you're wanting, you know, uh, to accomplish. Instead, if porno addiction, you know, is the issue, then you may have to, for a while, you know, to get him uh, off the porno, become his porno addiction. You know, so what would that look like? You know, go down to the you know, local porn store, right? And maybe, you know, pick up a few pornos. You know, you could pick up uh, pornos involving lesbians, uh, straight porno. You can have it with plot, no plot, you know, um, r romantic, you know, for couples and whatnot. You know, it, it, you may have to try and uh, figure out what type of porn he likes. And then, you know, surprise him. Say, hey, honey, I want to watch a movie tonight. You know, put it in your, you know, whatever you're using to watch DVDs, Blu-rays, you know, what and whatnot. You know, put it in and watch him as he's surprised that you just put a porno in the TV. And then start watching the porno with him. And then during the porno, as he's getting all turned on and all that, you, you know, start going for it. You start grabbing his cock. You start going through and heck, maybe you, you take a few notes and reenact what you are seeing in the porno. Now, I get it. If it's a lesbian porno, you're not going to reenact that. I, I get that. But you start reenacting and fulfilling his porno fantasies. And then, you know, after a while, you start asking him, you know, after you've done this a couple of times, you start asking him, what is it, you know, in the porn that you like most? You know, what is it that they're doing that you like most? Because maybe there's a, a specific type of porno that he likes, you know, that involves certain actions that you're not doing. And, you know, you can get in and start doing that. And, you know, again, you're, re you're becoming the replacement for porno. You're, you know, becoming his porno addiction by reenacting what you're watching. Now, does that maybe seem demeaning a little bit? Well, maybe. And you got to decide whether it's worth it to you. But if it leads to you being able to get as much sex as you desire from him not having sex with you as much as you want, this is a way to go about it. You know, it's a legitimate way to, you know, uh, go through and, you know, get more sex out of him if the porno is the issue. And so now that's what I got, you know, for this episode. You know, some of the things that you're doing that may be getting in the way, you know, how to deal with uh, the lack of sex drive in the man being a hormonal issue and what to do if it's an issue where porn addiction is getting in the way of your relationship. Hopefully, you've been able to get a lot out of this episode. I tried to pack a lot in such a short period of time, 
and you're able to use this uh, so that your man is giving you as much sex as you want if you're the one sexually frustrated desiring more. All right, thank you so much for listening, and I will be back again soon.